Hello, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Welcome again to another podcast on Talk Architecture. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yako. Today's discussion is about design problems. Identifying design problems um, in the context of a design thesis project. Because, well, any project, any architectural project poses the question or poses the designer, the challenge of the design problem. There could be one, there could be several design problems. And identifying the design problem is quite straightforward when you are to do a project with a clear brief, for example. So in a more complicated process, such as a design thesis, even more so, if you were to take which approach to the design thesis, yeah? the student of architecture may not know the approach to the design thesis. So they have to untangle uh, this mess um, sometime during the design process. The design thesis takes about 36 weeks. It's an unnatural thing actually, because in practice, you are given a brief by the client maybe in the morning and you have to come out with a design at night or the next day. So when you talk about design thesis that is a project for 36 weeks, so you're asked to do this and you're asked to do that, you're asked to show this and you're asked to show that and you have this whole processes of um, um, presentations and conversations and dialogues with the um, tutor, <clears throat> supervisor, maybe the external critic. Well, it depends on what the uh, curriculum or what the uh, program is about. So, so in a design thesis, it's much more complicated as I mentioned. So why not we discuss it in the context of the design thesis, not in the simple project, like I said earlier. So, um, regardless of how it was done or conducted, I'd assume that the role of the supervisor or those involved with the student kept, could be very minimum, meaning that student has to be 100% or almost 100% independent and this will be a struggle for those who need to have more dialogue, more conversation, more input, feedback on what they're doing. So from our uh, research earlier, you can find that uh, we did a podcast interview with 13 students from two batches. And in that discussion, the findings from from those interviews that we had with them, we concluded that 
There is no student that is 100% independent when they do their design pieces. The independence range from 50 to 70%, meaning either 50% student and 50% uh, collaboration with the tutor or 70% student and 30% with the tutor. Never 100% or never, well, you know, 50-50 is a good thing. Um, the students said that they were satisfied if it's 50-50, you know, it's, it was a good thing that assisted them a lot. At the end of the day, they, the, the um, evidence is the outcome should be the students are more confident to go into the next level on the next challenge, which is usually employment after graduation. Going back to the design problem, I had a chat with one of the students earlier today. And um, because of that chat I had with the student, I felt inspired to do this podcast on design problems. So we say that uh, architect, the architect will provide the solution to the design problem. It's not any problem. It's a de- you have to have a design problem because you can't uh, solve a problem that's not connected to the built environment, for example, um, urban design or master planning or site planning or architecture or building or technology or detailed design. You can't do a problem beyond that because you, it's to do with the training of the architect, obviously. So uh, we had a, these these sessions with our previous batch, design thesis batch, and did the Pataling Jaya Old Town. And I was quite conscious about the students not knowing their design problem. They were doing a work for the the last, say, um, 30 weeks. And, well, they know of a few design problems, but they were not able to articulate it well verbally. And the thought, you know, the thought, thinking about it and talking about it has to be the same, right? So in mastering English, so it's not only about the format and the style, it has to do with the, um, the content and how to construct sentences together. So these are simple sentences to construct and to explain. And this is part of training how to present your um, design thesis. So what we have here is based on the discussion I had earlier, the student uh, was to say confused is not, he's not really confused. He just wanted some clarification. And uh, the input that he got from other people as well as myself during a final presentation session it kind of confused him about certain feedback. So I had to explain to him about uh, what is a design problem and gave an example about a design problem that he is tackling by just asking a few questions about who is the client, um, the, what is the topic of his thesis. Uh, that's the first one I ask. And there were two keywords. There were two things 
in his thesis topic um, that was one was quite obscure or one was a word that is not a design problem. Uh, it doesn't tell about the design problem. So he had to, I asked him to, um, to define that further, that, that word, because it seems like a political statement, you know, or a word that, that can be, uh, construed in a political setting and not an architectural or design problem uh, agenda. So so he had to actually find maybe another word or actually define that properly so that the design problem for that word is clear. The other one is straightforward, is to do with um, the topic or the subject. And um, the uh, you have to design for that topic or subject that houses as a building for that. So that's straightforward enough. But he also needed to understand more about this topic to create the second design problem. So the first two design problems, if the project is not site issue driven, meaning that, you know, uh, because he chose, he chose the topic of interest is in, of interest to him and he find a site to to explore that topic the other way of doing a design thesis is to just find an area the site many sites and the topic will come out of the site you cannot really choose the topic so that was, that was the approach in Pataling Jaya Old Town projects but this this student this morning it was him trying to find this topic and just find a site to go and be the site for this topic. And I said, then you, you will need to create a prototype. This site is just an area. You just have a lake or you have land near a lake and you are in an area which uh, predominantly uh, high-end uh, residential with commercial facilities nearby. So if you're going to put a, something to do with education and uh, housing there, and it's a prototype, it's just to go and test out the site. Because the, the, um, uh, that particular unit is not so concerned with the site-driven issues. They're more concerned with either issue-driven or building issues, or building-driven, you know, building type. So I was explaining to him, to him if it's a building type driven project, which is, um, he could have that also, one of the design problem from the building type. And there were two building types, one an educational building and one is a housing. And the combination of that, uh, that complicates it, that, that makes it complex. And the other one was the issue, the bigger issue um, identified. So setting out it like that helped the student to clarify what his project is about and why um, he needs, with understanding or articulating the design problems, his presentation of his work will be better accepted by the critique. And um, it will also um, defend his programs um, he already have a scheme, so he has architectural programs, not just merely programs. Translated the educational program to architectural program. He is 
a competent designer. So as a competent designer who has done well in the past, he was confused that the critique was not very helpful to him. Helpful, yeah, in a sense that he's, he doesn't, he's feel a bit muddled. So I, I, well, I did agree to see him, to help him think about this. So whenever students are a bit muddled and confused, you've got to actually clarify the design problem to them. Because this is the first project, you know, a design thesis, why a design thesis is, is the most complicated one when you talk about design problem is because the student is the one who is chose the topic and chose the site and um, also chose uh, uh, it upon himself to challenge himself to come up with a design. And uh, he has to assume many roles, like he, he assumed he is the client, he assumed on behalf of the client, on behalf of the client, and he has to actually understand who the client is. And there were so many uh, processes, and sometimes the students skip some processes and just come up with a scheme without much clarity to talk about it. So I will um, conclude uh, this podcast by talking about um, how the design problem is um, identifying the design problem is so important and the supervisor will need to understand this as well and step in to assist the student to clarify the design problems. And this will assist the student the more, the less independent student. So they won't be muddled in the second semester to production, to more investigation uh, aspects of the design later on. So that's my conclusion for today. Thank you for listening. I'll see you again in the next podcast.